Last week, four men went missing in Okmogee, Oklahoma. On Saturday, four dismembered bodies were found floating in a river nearby. Police have identified the bodies as the four missing men. Details of this crime seem to get stranger by the day. Everybody, welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going. You're yeah. back. Again. I'm back again. <laughs> <laughs> I need to jump off this rock. I don't know. Right. Yeah, things have been so crazy. Yeah, we went to Billings uh, for the weekend for softball, and you know, I'm sick-ish, but well enough to go and. It was good. We had a really nice time. My God, Montana is so pretty right now. It's just oh, I bet a Hallmark movie. Yeah, beautiful oh. everywhere. Just you know, in Montana, Idaho too, but Montana especially. It's just it's so wild. You know, mm. everything is just so wild and and rough, and then beautiful with all of the leaves, and mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful, beautiful state. I always love to get to go back there. So anyway, yeah. And I thought maybe I'd need a day day or two, a down day or two after that. And I have not. So good. And had a fun surprise that my doctor prescribed something to help me on Friday that I didn't know about that I got today. So, hey, (laughs) it's a start. It's a start. You know, you've had COVID when you are beyond excited to get some steroids. (laughs) Oh. Oh, God, I hate steroids. But yeah, that's true. Every once in a while, they're a good thing. You know, after being down for two weeks, uh, I think the steroids are good news for my house. Mm-hmm. That it, it may get cleaned at this point. There you go. Yeah. And how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm I'm really good. Just, you know, trucking along, doing, I'm in week eight of my recovery from surgery and yeah. doing quite well. And they say it's about 12 weeks until you feel like you're, you know, 100% back. So. Yeah. I'm pretty close. I actually did a bunch of cleaning and stuff myself today, which was pretty nice. amazing. So it's good. good to feel like I can. Yeah. Well, you sure seem to be yeah. doing good. That's so awesome. good for everything to just settle down and everyone stay well. Yeah. And life just go along evenly, please. Mm-hmm. And get your booster. My God, you don't want this. Oh. Yeah. They say that this current strain of COVID is really mean and holy Lord. Mm-hmm. Get your boosters. I mean it. Yeah. Don't be me. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody wants this. That's for sure. No, you do not want this. Yeah. Well, this is our Tuesday episode. Yeah. And I hear you have a little O Idaho for us. Oh, God, do I. Oh, Idaho. You never fail to do something weird. And I wasn't sure if this was going to be a Florida man case. And it I started to read the article and was discovered. I was shocked to discover this happened 30 minutes from my house. <laughs> a lot less than that from yours. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, you'd think you know what this is, right? It's just bottles sriracha? of sriracha. Yeah. No. 
Not in this case. This was a method of carting meth around. In bottles of sriracha? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Uh, yeah, this guy, I'll tell you more about what he did, but he had a whole bunch of bottles of sriracha and mustard in all of his paraphernalia. That's the way he was smuggling his meth around because uh, he thought that uh, dogs would only be able to smell the condiment and not uh, be able to smell the meth inside. Oh, interesting. Really interesting. Yikes. So, I'll tell you a little bit more about him. I was just really thrown by the whole smuggling meth and sriracha um, bottles. His name is Derek Brian Lee Gandall. Mm. And last year, a rental company, a car rental company, said that they had a 2020 white Jeep Grand Cherokee that was rented and never returned. Oh. And four days later, Idaho Falls police officers noticed uh, that white Jeep. So they knew that Gandal was out on parole and that he had, uh, his parole had been, was being revoked on a drug charge. Oh. So they decided to try to just set him up to get him in and, you know, get some charges and also, uh, you know, get that Jeep back. So an undercover officer used Facebook set up a fake Facebook profile and catfished this idiot to set up a purchase uh, from, you know, of uh, Sriracha <laughs> at a motel in Idaho Falls. Good hell. Here's the wild thing. He showed up in a black pickup. Oh. He didn't even bring the Jeep, but he did show up. Uh, while he was sitting in the parking lot, he made the police officer. Rather than drive away, he jumped out of the truck and ran around the side of the building. So the officers what? chased him down, ran across the street and tackled him. He had a white powdery substance on him. Then uh, they noticed a gun inside the pickup. And of mm. course, this guy is out on parole. He can't have a gun. Right. So that triggered a search of the vehicle. They found several hundred rounds of ammunition. Oh, my God. And gun magazines, drug paraphernalia of, of all different kinds, several hundred fentanyl pills. Oh, no. And a backpack full of mustard and sriracha <laughs> that, uh, you know, officers later learned were filled with meth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, way to bring attention to yourself by not returning a... Uh, rented vehicle, why would you do that if you were, you know, trying to not get arrested for drug trafficking? He's an addict and an idiot, you know. Sounds like it. He's been anyway, sniffing too much sriracha. Yeah. So he's now been convicted on some charges and is, uh, you know, headed to the Idaho State Pen for five to ten. But uh, the sriracha thing really got me. I thought that was uh, kind of funny and also really fascinating. Well, probably I mean, something to notice if you see somebody carting around a lot of a condiment. Yeah. But, uh, if you see somebody maybe this like, is actually trafficking. Might be. Mm-hmm. Sadly, he was kind of smart in that respect and mostly dumb in all the others. We think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it works. I don't know, but that is very strange. Yeah. I mean, his wasn't made because of a police dog. It was made because, uh, you know, he did a bunch of illegal and stupid things and got caught. But right. 
Anyway, kind of a fascinating one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is Oof, what they won't try. Yeah, so enjoy prison. I kind of doubt they have sriracha there. I don't... Mm, tapatio, that's what I've heard. Do they have tapatio mm-hmm. to go on your hot pocket? Okay. Yeah, I'd heard that. Well, have fun with that. So, well, I will kick the mic back over to you for our very puzzling main case. Yes. Whoops. <laughs> Well, some strange things are going down in Okmulgee, Oklahoma. And I got to tell you. props on saying that. I mean. Well, I have watched a press conference where the sheriff said it. And that really helped me. Mm -hmm. Because I first learned of this case on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And the auto-generated. Well, no. Even the. The, the like the description the mm-hmm. tiktoker had spelled it oak moldy <laughs> i was like is that really a name and you know what when i searched it that way yeah other people have been searching it that way too but oh. no it's oak moldy mm-hmm. oklahoma mm-hmm. last week not this past Last week, like last Sunday, so not this, not yesterday, but the, anyway, we're recording this on a Monday. So the Sunday before last, um, four men, two brothers and two other men with them that they were all really good friends, took off on bicycles. And no one really knew why or where they were going. And by Tuesday morning, they had not returned home. So their families reported them missing. The whole thing was really odd. So the police in uh, Okmulgee have been searching for them as missing people, right? Then Saturday morning, I think, somebody noticed a significant number of body parts floating down the river near this town. Wait, a significant number? I mean, yeah. I would think one would be significant enough for me. I, I would as well, but it turned out to be four dismembered bodies. Oh, dear God. So oh. the police went, you know, diving and searching and stuff and, and managed to get the bodies together and, you know, get the body parts out of the river. And, you know, people were like, okay, this has got to be these four missing men, right? Um, and police didn't confirm until today that, yes, in fact, this is the four missing men. There's more to the story, but before we get there, I want to share uh, a press conference with law enforcement that they did this morning about this case. So I'm just going to share a video with you. It takes him a second to realize he should probably start talking. (laughs) (laughs) This part just cracks me up. He's just looking at his notes. He sniffs. You're like, dude, you're on camera. Let's go. All the sniffing. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're there. Yeah, I yeah, think I you think are. are. 
My name is Joe Prentice. I am police chief for the city of Oatmogee. And I have a statement related to the missing four men case that we've been working that you all have been following. <clears throat> the human remains recovered from the Deep Fork River at the Sharp Road Bridge have been positively identified as Mark Chastain, Billy Chastain, Mike Sparks, and Alex Stevens. Although the official cause and manner of death is still pending, each victim suffered gunshot wounds. All four bodies were dismembered before being placed in the river, and that is what caused difficulty in determining identity, and that's why it took so long. I got the call about 10 o'clock last night. The river appears to be a dump site. This investigation is now a murder investigation. Investigators worked all weekend recovering the bodies from the river and sifting through information obtained during the missing persons portion of the investigation. Based on information obtained during the course of the investigation, we believe the men planned to commit some type of criminal act when they left the residence on West 6th Street. That belief is based on information supplied by a witness who reports they were invited to go with the men to quote unquote, hit a lick big enough for all of them. We do not know what they planned or where they planned to do it. Task force officers continue to investigate and will do so until all leads are exhausted. A very methodical search was conducted Saturday at the salvage yard on 20th Street, as well as surrounding properties. Nothing remarkable was observed inside the salvage yard, but evidence of a violent event was discovered on an adjoining property. The owner of both salvage yards, Joe Kennedy, is considered a person of interest, but no charges have been filed. Investigators would like to speak with him again. Mr. Kennedy was reported missing Saturday night and may be suicidal. He is last believed to be driving a blue Chrysler PT Cruiser bearing Oklahoma license LSA245. During the missing person portion of the investigation, we were very liberal with information releases in an attempt to find the men. Once the investigation changed to a murder investigation, we will be much more conservative with information to protect the integrity of the investigation. Um, I want to recognize the agencies that have assisted so far with the body recovery and Saturday search, the District Attorney's Violent Crime Task Force. What the hell? Okay, yeah. So that's what we know, although that PT Cruiser has now been found. Oh, has it? But uh, Joe Kennedy has not. They oh. actually interviewed him on Friday afternoon because two of the men had cell phones with them and they were pinging to that salvage yard. So police oh. had already talked to him. But this was before they had the bodies. So. Oh, boy. This is a really strange situation, and it, mm -hmm. it's hard for me to believe that this was only one person that killed and dismembered all four of these men and put their bodies in the river. That seems like a multi-person task, doesn't it? Like, that's a big yeah. job. So there's a whole lot we don't know. We know. But also, why would Joe be suicidal? Uh, yeah, like maybe because he killed four guys and the police know. <laughs> I don't know. Are these like, were his friends or right? Right. Like, yeah. What the there's hell? A, there's a lot we don't know yet, mm -hmm. but we do know that there was to be a fifth member of this party who, yeah. thankfully for them, said, nah, I'm not in for doing some crimes. Thanks. 
they don't know what the crime was, but it was right. basically. Was it at the big... salvage yard? Right. And why did they go out on bikes to commit whatever they were going to do? That's a good. I wondered if like, they don't have cars. I, and maybe they don't. I'd also wondered, was this stealing vehicles of some sort or. Oh, so they, you know, went on bikes so that they're, they wouldn't leave vehicles anywhere. The bikes have not been located. I don't really? think, Ooh. I don't think the cell phones have either, but they had the cell phone ping data. Mm-hmm. Um, but a salvage yard not, might not be a bad place to hide the bikes. Yeah. Although they've know? searched and that salvage yard upside down and backwards now. Yeah. This is the strangest situation like where were they going what were they gonna do right they left on sunday for their families right like what a horror families are heartbroken three of these men have children like it's really sad also they left on a sunday their bodies turned up on the next saturday where were they dead the whole time you know the body's parts right. were found pretty near uh, mm-hmm. of Mulgi, so it's not like they'd been in the water a long time, it didn't seem like. Right. Um, and we're I, really, you know, in perspective, pretty quickly identified mm-hmm. to the men. It's not, just thinking about some of the other cases we've covered where somebody was in the water a long time. And that it's quite the task. And it doesn't right. seem like that was the case in this instance, which makes me think they weren't in the water that long. Right. Well, and, you know, I mean, it's sort of convenient when you've got four men missing in your area and then, you know, the dismembered bodies of four men show up in the river. I mean, it's pretty likely it's going to be them, but they, of course, had to make sure. But this is a really strange story. And I think it's going to get weirder and weirder because what were they doing? Yeah. Where were they going? And what up with this Joe Kennedy guy? What the hell yeah. is going on? Well, and why were they murdered? And also, why were they dismembered? Like, they yeah. weren't dismembered in a way that made them hard to identify. Right. They weren't. The, you know, coroner was able to identify them fairly quickly, really. I mean, it doesn't seem like we're working with genius level material here. Right. It's right. It's chaotic. Mm-hmm. Very chaotic. Yeah. So it's very strange. It's so sad for their families. Of course, they're heartbroken. And just this whole community that's like, what in the hell has happened here? Yeah. Oh, So, yeah, there's going to be a lot more, I'm sure, on this case. Um, But we wanted to get it started because this is an interesting one. Uh, Just to figure out what they did. What went so horribly wrong? Or law enforcement and rescue Right. Uh, folks that I'm sure had to respond to help, uh, you know, scoop all these body parts out of the river. Uh, yeah. Horrific, horrific job to have to be involved in. Oh, totally. Absolutely horrifying. And now the one guy that they at least publicly say is a person of interest is has also gone missing, potentially suicidal. He may have killed himself. He may be off somewhere dead. We don't know. And then will we ever know what happened? But I guess they did find what sounds to be the, sounds like it is the murder scene. I'm sure that's going to give them more information. Yeah. Yeah. But this one is a weird one. 
It is a very weird one. Wow. Yeah. So we will keep you updated on that. And with that said, Katie, uh, I know that you have some WTF news for us. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> you know who these guys are, right? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. The Power Rangers. Well, usually they're the Power Rangers, but not today, bitch. They are the serving staff of a restaurant in Oakland <laughs> at a place called Noka Ramen. Well, they were dressed in Power Ranger costumes for work because they have a new drink that's Power Rangers themed. So they were rocking their Power Ranger uh, outfits and uh, it they had a true blue Mighty Morphin moment at their restaurant on Friday. <laughs> so they're just, you know, working the restaurant. Mm -hmm. They have hosts, they have the manager, they have people in the kitchen and they're all in costume. Mm -hmm. And people are in there eating and a woman crashes through the door telling them that she is not safe and a man runs in after her and puts her in a chokehold. Oh, my gosh. So the Black Power Ranger, who is the manager, mm -hmm. and the Yellow Power Ranger come forward and try to uh, get a hold of her and tell him he has to leave. So he starts swinging at them and trying to fight them. Now, the person who tweeted this all out says at that point, that's when they all yelled, Huey! <laughs> that's when shit got real. What is it? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> unite or whatever. <laughs> Pretty much. So the Twitter user said that the yellow Power Ranger blocked the punch from the man uh, and told the uh, other employees to hide the woman in the kitchen. So then, of course, this guy starts hurling racial slurs at these folks. They're from Thailand. And again, yellow Power Ranger steps up and says, not today, bitch. <laughs> grabs him by the scruff of his neck and drags him out into the street. <laughs> well, that's still not enough for this dude. So he's outside picking up stuff from their outside dining area and chucking it at the windows of the restaurant. Oh, geez. Then tries to come back in with another man trying to demand to see this person, the woman, who they're <laughs> still hiding in the kitchen trying to keep safe. Gosh. And... It's very upsetting. People in the restaurant are pretty scared and also just freaked out, you know. We have the Power Rangers running around, keeping everybody safe and okay. They comp dinner for everyone in the restaurant because they feel so bad that this nice. happened. By the time the police get there, they tell them that uh, the man is already down at the pier and has started another fight with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. What the hell is happening? Was someone dressed as the Powerpuff Girls on their boat? Did they jump off? And you know, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope so. So they were real life heroes in their uh, in their costumes and kept everyone safe. And uh, it sounds like uh, the victim was is okay, and uh, everybody in the restaurant was okay, and the Power Rangers are okay too. But I mean, oh, it sounds good. like the Yellow Power Ranger could really use a raise because. Uh, he really oh, yeah. stepped up big. He even blocked a punch, man. He was <laughs> in it. 
How could you not just fall immediately into character if something like that happened and you're dressed as a Power Ranger? Like, you're definitely going to be a Power Ranger in that moment, aren't you? Can you imagine being a customer in that restaurant? <laughs> and just watching this all, you're probably looking at each other like, is this happening? Is this <laughs> is for this real? real? Am I awake? <laughs> Have I died? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I can only imagine watching this scene with, uh, just, you know, complete shock. <laughs> But anyway, all hell, the Power Rangers, good for them. Absolutely. I'm glad everyone is okay. Yes. Seems to be. <laughs> wow. That's pretty great. I didn't hate it. No? Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is uh, today's episode. So this is Tuesday. We will be back Wednesday with another episode as well as our live stream at 7 p.m. Mountain for case updates. And immediately following case updates is the cold read party if you are a member of our YouTube channel. And as you probably know, if you are a member of our YouTube channel, we had major tech issues last month. So we actually owe you a cold read party. Yep. So there will be a surprise one popping up at some point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll put out notifications about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, we're definitely going to make that up because well, yeah, the service really failed us that night and we will, we will make it right. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, you know it, we are the true crime squad and thanks for being here. Take care. Mm -hmm.